right, wall fans, welcome to another edition of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, coming at you with episode 48. That's right, episode 48 of Go Tell Us the Wall podcast. Uh, we missed an episode last week. If you're an avid subscriber, listener, and everything else, I'll get into some explanation on that as the show progresses, um, and, and you may have seen... There, there's a possibility of a hiatus coming up, and we will we'll talk about that as well. Uh, but stick around, or if you're only listening to the audio, you can pause it at any time. I know it's amazing. The pause button, it's amazing. All right, let's kick things off. That's right. Social plugs for Go Tell to the Wall podcast. You can find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, most important, I don't. None of this is most importantly. Maybe the website. Uh, one of those places would be Facebook. Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Go like our page. Facebook is, is kind of a decrepit social media platform, but we still continue to put stuff up there. So follow our page, like it, share it, do the things that the kids do these days. I don't know. Snapchat it or something. Uh, we're not on the Snapchat. I shouldn't say we're on just about everything. Uh, but Facebook.com slash Go Tell to the Wall. Also on YouTube. Go on YouTube, subscribe. Just search Go Tell to the Wall, and you will find our channel on there with lots of videos and actually tons of videos going up. Uh, on there, and in fact, I, I'll just mention it now, we're actually, I've been scouring past episodes and pulling out clips from those episodes that are really relevant to whether something happened, you know, or or just an interesting tidbit from those episodes. So a lot of that's going up there, so you can kind of consume those quicker, you know, three to five minute clips from the episodes, uh, you know, and also support our YouTube channel. So do that, just search Go Tell Wall on YouTube, and of course, Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod is our main Twitter. You can also follow my personal Twitter at Magic Muppet. Uh, at Tell the Wall Pod is finally getting like a lot of traffic, I guess. And we've actually kind of, I don't want to say working with, but been kind of propping up some other podcasts and they've been kind of doing the same thing with us. Uh, so we're seeing a little more action on there and, and, and you, you'll, you know, action. I don't know. It's, it's, it's Twitter. It's Twitter. You know, you're following all the, all the other people on Twitter. You know, the Orange Menace, everyone's following him. So follow us on Twitter, at TellTheWallPod, at Magic Muppet. And most importantly, this one is most importantly, is the website. SeanOroarkLive.com is our website. Uh, that's really my website, pretty much. But it does house all things Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, you, you can access YouTube channel, exclusive photos, exclusive videos, and, of course, the Patreon page. If you want to financially support the podcast, you can do so through Patreon. Even, like, a dollar here and there, it, it all makes a difference. And I'll get into a little bit more of why we really want to make a big push on the Patreon <laughs> to, to kind of keep us out of this potential hiatus. You know, let, let, let's work on that. Let's work on that, wall fans, common sensors, to share. Do all those things. Use the social platforms and all that junk. Get it out there. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Just tell your friends. And then, I'm going to say it right now. I think I've mentioned this previously on the podcast. I listen to some Mark Marin. you know, WTF podcast. I listen to Mark Marin. And I'll tell you, if, if you're a fan of Mark Marin, or you have friends that are a fan of Mark Marin, they're going to enjoy this podcast. I'm going to say it right now. They're going to enjoy this podcast. So so tell your friends. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Share. Do all those things. Get on Patreon. Throw us a couple dollars. Come on now. You know you want to. All right. Uh, I do want to just recognize the beer this week right off the top because sometimes I, I'm trying to do that more regularly right off the top so that you all know um, I've been bad about sharing photos. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better about that, but with everything kind of being in flux right now, it's just a little weird like posts and photos and everything else. However, we do have an exciting brew for this edition of Go Tell Us Wall podcast, and it is something from Einstock, Einstock Brewery. Uh, if you've ever heard of them, I had actually heard of them, uh, had never really had any of their brews, uh, and Bridget, our on-air producer, recommended Einstock to me uh, so we could get it on the podcast, and sure enough, the local store here, like literally across the street from my house, happens to sell it. So, for this week, we have the Einstock Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale. If you're not familiar with Einstock, they're literally from Iceland. They use Icelandic water to brew their beers, uh, and it's a tasty one. It is definitely a tasty one. It's it's kind of riding that line between a pale ale and an IPA. You know, it's definitely not as hoppy as an IPA, uh, but they they did they do what is it the uh, like they they call it triple hopped. 
I don't know. I, I don't get too into like how they do these things. You know, there's individual hops and everything, but this one is tasty, and I think the triple hoppedness of it is what gives it a little more hoppiness than than your regular uh, pale ale. So Einstock Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale. We will have a beer review going up. I because we're starting later tonight. If if you if you're on the live feed, uh, we're starting much later than usual this evening. So I didn't have time to shoot the beer review before coming in for the actual episode, but. We, we will have a beer review going up on YouTube for Einstock Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale. One weird thing I will point out uh, to you, and it's funny because when I went to pick some of these up, and I'm looking at it here, uh, it, it the bottles just looked like... Okay, this, this is how you can tell I drink too much beer. So I, I go to pick up the six-pack, and I'm like, these bottles, it, it doesn't quite feel, and sure enough, I looked at it. And for some reason, they're not in 12-ounce bottles. I don't think this is like a bad thing necessarily, but they're it's like 11.3-ounce bottles. Maybe it's in Iceland. Th- I don't know. Uh, but Tasty Beer, check them out. Einstock, it, it, it runs a little pricier than than like your typical uh, beer, you know, your more mainstream beers, but it's right there cost-wise as far as like craft beers and, and that kind of thing goes. So check them out. Einstock, Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale. If, if for nothing else, so that you can get some, some Icelandic water, like it's just has an interesting flavor and taste to it, uh, so check them out. Uh, oh, new YouTube. Con- See, this is what's ridiculous about my notes. Sometimes my notes are terrible, terrible, uh, because I already told you about the new YouTube content that went up. But I did want to point out one thing. So on episode forty-seven, and this is I, this is I've said this before. If you want to be ahead of the curve, you need to be listening to Go Tell It's a Wall podcast. We're gonna get you that common sense. Like, before everyone else is realizing there needs to be common sense. And a perfect example of that, a perfect, oh, that's what it is. That's a good call. So, uh, maybe it, maybe their metric on the Einstock, but that's interesting because the German beer, I don't know. I'm gonna have to, I'm just curious on that one, why, why they're not 12 ounce. Um, but it could, it could be a metric thing. But the, like, the European beers aren't 11, 11.3. Anyway, um, but as I was saying, Episode 47, we talked about the ridiculousness that was that church in Pennsylvania that was holding a, a, a special ceremony to have all their parishioners' guns blessed, okay? And then less than a week later, all the pictures came out from that, and everyone freaked out, freaked out. So what I did was like, well, once again, we pointed this out a week ago, and not, not that I'm like breaking news or anything, it's just we're kind of in the middle of like the breaking news and then it becoming super mainstream and everyone just grabbing it. Uh, so that was one of the videos that's gone up there. If you're if, if you don't remember that specific one, you don't want to go searching through the actual podcast audio or the full live feed video. You can check it out on YouTube. Go check out that gun rant uh, about the the church in Pennsylvania. And there's some other ones going up there, and some additional ones that that are in the works right now. Um, as long as we can kind of find the time to to get all that stuff out, I you know it. I promised like YouTube content for a year. It took like a year to actually. <laughs> so so I'm gonna calm down on that one. But I'm doing my best to get uh, as much of that out there as as possible. Um, and I do want to talk, because, and this is a perfect segue into the next thing I want to talk about. Now, I mentioned a potential uh, extended hiatus coming up. Now, most people, you know, a lot of people don't like to get super personal. But as you know, if you're a wall fan, common sense, or you've been around for a while, that's what I do. I get personal, especially when it comes to certain things. And one of those things being mental illness, mental illness huge proponent of mental illness awareness and removing the stigma around mental illness. In fact, I have a couple different stories to talk to you about uh, this evening. And so if you aren't familiar with the podcast or maybe don't remember, I actually suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder and obsessive anxiety disorder. Sometimes this is absolutely debilitating. In fact, my wife has been a little bit worried about me the past few days because I'm just, I'm walking around in a haze. It's been, it's been tough. Uh, and there's a lot of things going on. I mean, every, everyone's healthy and, and you know, no, there's none of that kind of stuff going on. Um, but I'm and personally, I'm in this bit of a transition right now where I'm debating, do we continue with this podcast? Do we continue doing full episodes of the podcast? Do we just focus on the YouTube channel? And it's really hitting me in a, in a personal way because I love this and I love building this. But it becomes very difficult at times, just incredibly difficult at times. In fact, there's some photos because we constantly shoot uh, still photos in the studio for all the episodes. I have some photos, and and I like it's hard for me to even look at them. And they're photos of like right when podcasts are finished. And sometimes I'm just I'm done. I, there's nothing nothing else I can give, uh, and it makes it more difficult when we're in a stagnant spot like we are now. 
So that's why I said, please share all of those things. Just share all of them. Um, tell your friends because we want to continue growing this. Otherwise, this is where I am is trying to figure out, do we continue with this or do I take myself back into the, the old, you know, professional world? Do I go back to studio? Mar like, who knows? I'm in this weird transition right now. And it's been a difficult time for me personally. The past week or so, it's, it's been a difficult time. Uh, and I'm and kind of trying to sort things out. Really just trying to sort things out. I put a little bit of a hold on the the logo design, which is, is basically partway done. Um, but we're seeing where we're going to continue with that stuff. Uh, so I want to hear from all of you out there. Here's the other thing. We have four to 5,000 unique listeners for every episode. Our engagement on the social platforms are very minimal. Very minimal. But we need that to continue to grow as well. So again, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Let me, let, let me know. Let the people helping us out know that we should continue with these episodes. Because I want to continue them, but I don't want to just be, as much as I joke about it's me talking to a wall, I don't want to be just talking to a wall. I want to be getting interesting content out there and making people think and spreading that common sense. And if we can continue to do that, we're going to continue to do it, but we're definitely in this weird transition period right now. Um, and and going to do my best. I'm going to do my best because I'll tell you, it can be debilitating. And that's why I didn't even want to come into the, in the studio for this episode. I didn't even want to come in. But I realized me not coming in because my my mental illness and my OCD and OAD are taking me over is letting that take me over. Now don't get me wrong. I've 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 been able to perform under much worse circumstances. Uh, I played a show to like a thousand kids the day my parents' house burned down to the ground, completely burned down to the ground. So you know, it's not always a strength thing. And if you're one of those people out there suffering from mental illness and have anxiety, depression, whatever it is, that doesn't mean you're weak. It's okay to feel that way. And that's why we, we work to remove that stigma. And the best way, and we're going to talk about this more, the best way I, I like to describe this to people, and I'm, I'm going to get more in detail to it, you know, people get a hard time because they're depressed. You know, why are you depressed? Pick yourself up, you know, just, just, just ignore it, feel better. Well, what if you have a broken leg? What if you come across a guy with a broken leg and he's having trouble walking? Do you say to that guy, just get up and walk? Just get up and walk. No. No, you don't. And that's the difference. And that's where we still need to work to remove that stigma. And that's going to bring me to my next point. We're still in the freaking opening here, wall fans. Still in the opening. Oh, God, it's going to be a long night. Bring that train back over to the rails. That's what we're working on. But that brings me to my next point. That's something that uh, my good friend and pa patron and common censor, Art McCann, actually brought this up to me. And there's an organization out of Canada called Bell Let's Talk. And their entire motivation is removing stigma. The the, it's basically four pillars to, uh, to help mental illness, to help those that suffer from mental illness. And the first one, be the first one and I've always said it's the most important, is removing that stigma. Removing that stigma. I spent so much of my life afraid to even talk about it because I thought I was broken. I thought there was something wrong with me. And as years passed, I learned and, and I taught myself to be able to talk about it. But there's still so many people out there, especially young people, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds that are really suffering through something like this. And that's where we have to remove the stigma. And then care and access. Care and access, really access to care. It's the same thing. You got a broken leg, you go to the doctor, you get your leg fixed. We can't ignore mental illness in this country. Like, it's not, it isn't something that needs to be treated. And then research. There's going to always be research for mental illness. You know, it's such a thing. That's the thing. You know, a broken bone is just, you fix it. You know, you got a bad heart, you fix it. It's not so easy to do that. And that's where the research comes in. And most importantly, not most importantly, but the fourth one on that would be workplace health. Trust me, I've been there. Um, I've been fortunate enough to, ha to previously have had bosses, managers, and everything else that were very understanding. And this was even before I was discussing it. But I've had bosses that used to say, take a mental health day. You know, and that was revolutionary 10 years ago. When I first, I was like, what? What? You kidding me? I got met. Oh, okay. Okay. Take a sick day. Okay. You know, now it's, it's become a more common term because people speak out about it. And we're going to get more into this 
Um, trust me, we're going to get more into this because I have another story that's just right up there with it and extremely important. Uh, but check out Bell Let's Talk. It's actually a Canadian organization. Uh, but as uh, with Go Tell It to the Wall and with all of you out there, I'd like to try and get something like this going in the United States. Because you can't tell me we don't have a problem with mental I mean, the entire world has a problem with mental illness, and a lot of countries handle it much better than we do. We need to get to that point. Uh, um, all right, I do need to bring up another thing that's very important, uh, very, very near and dear to my heart. And uh, now, it's been almost two weeks. It's been almost two weeks, and, uh, you know, celebrities pass away, musicians pass away, and all this other stuff. Uh, well, two weeks ago, this coming Sunday... Actually, my wife got out of bed before I did. And again, if you listen to the podcast, I am an unapologetic Kevin Smith fan. My wife was out of bed before me. She's making coffee. And if you're familiar with Kevin Smith, you know what I'm getting to. I walk into the kitchen, she goes, and she looks at me and she goes, okay, before I tell you, just know he's okay. But Kevin Smith had a heart attack. And that one hit me hard. It hit me hard. It really did. Because that's an idol of mine. An incredible human being. Incredible human being. If you don't follow Kevin Smith on Twitter, you need to follow him on Twitter. The nuggets of wisdom that come out of that man are just incredible. You know? May, a lot of you may think, oh, he's Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. Like, yeah, but he is an intelligent, articulate person. And for me, he's the reason I went to film school. I can't see Kevin Smith go down. I can't see him go down right now. Some prayers. I always joke, you know. But prayers for Kevin Smith, you know, well wishes, whatever, whatever you worship or you pray to for Kevin Smith. Keep him in your keep him in your thoughts. Um, and, and we're pulling for you, Kevin, because, geez, man, that one hit me hard. It hit me hard. I got it. Just it just it hit me hard. And I got Kevin. Kevin Smith cannot go down. He can't go down. It's not his time yet. And luckily, he uh, he is still around. He's still around and uh, and hopefully working to to make sure that uh, he doesn't have a repeat of that. Um, another thing I want to talk about that I'm toying around with. I know we just talked about potential hiatus and everything else because of everything that's going on. Um, but I've been bouncing around some new ideas for new content, new formats, and everything else. And one thing that I've been toying with, and I really want to try to at least kind of test this out, is is an interview format, but not bringing in people like Mark Marin does. I want more casual stuff. So I'm looking at possibly bringing in people, like person at a time, whatever else, to bounce off, like can, you know, bounce ideas off of, and and have fun and record it, and do kind of just like a sitting having beers type thing, uh, and and so that's a potential new thing that's coming out again. If you guys have any, uh, you know, small level, low small level, low level influencers like myself uh, that are trying to trying to get more of their name out there, uh, connect me with them. Let's see what we can do. All right, let's get in a little bit of social here. We got some social, social this week. Um, social this week is kind of, there's a couple of really good ones, but it's not fantastic. All right. Um, first one. Hashtag silly suggestion box. So this one, if you listen to the podcast, we talk about these, these, these funny hashtags and I would, uh, I always recommend going on there and checking. Some are dumb, some are silly, some are like kind of thought provoking. This one's just kind of silly. Um, and this would be the silly suggestion box. So people are posting like silly suggestions. The one that I like is, uh, is, is it's kind of twofold. Someone posted some, a glitter fan posted and they were like, glitter is everything. But I actually like the meme on this, uh, because it says glitter is the herpes of arts and crafts. And if you know me personally, or if you come to my house and you bring glitter into my house, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna be like, go, nip, glitter outside. I don't need the glitter in the house because the stuff gets everywhere. I got a toddler and oh my god, the glitter. So that one made me laugh. But check it out. Silly suggestion box. It's really really just silly suggestions that people are, are you know, yeah. Um, another one I like. Hashtag instead of working I. <laughs> check this one out. Instead of working I. Because this one's kind of funny. And you really got to get the memes out of this one. Um, but one I do like is in hashtag instead of working, I will get my cat to do my chores. And there is an exceptional gift going on with that one. So check that out. Another hashtag for you. Um, and of course we're getting to the most important hashtag of the day. Don't worry about that. Uh, and, and it, it's coming. Uh, the one that I, which is funny, I actually found this one about a week ago and I thought this one was super funny. And then I go to pull it up today and it got a little creepy. 
got a little creepy uh, because some NRA people decided to to hop on this one. So just scroll past those really hateful tweets that you're going to see on there uh, and get to hashtag hold my beer and watch me. Uh, and <laughs> some of these are great. Uh, one of these that I really like, hold my beer and watch me cut this this woman's hair. She actually used a different word. I'm not going to use it because we don't need to use it. Uh, so make sure you're, you're if, if you go in to get your hair cut and your stylist says, hold my beer, maybe go find a different place. Go find a different place. Uh, hashtag hold my beer and watch me. You know you're going to have a lot of epicness with this one, um, so check them out. Please check that one out because that's where the comedy is coming in. Uh, and most importantly for today, most importantly for today, if you're not familiar with today, and if you only listen to the audio on the podcast, this is really for the live feed people, but today, March 8th, 2018, is International Women's Day. International Women's Day. Uh, so all of you should be spreading that hashtag. Show the women in your life that you appreciate them and you love them. Uh, I definitely did a bit of that today, uh, calling out my, uh, my, my wife and, uh, and my daughter as uh, two important women in my life. Uh, and for those of you that may be new to the podcast and, and haven't listened to previous episodes, I did repost an episode, uh, episode 14 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. And the entirety of that episode, episode 14, was dedicated uh, to women's rights. I dedicated an entire episode to women's rights and and talked about the differences in, in, in the different the inequality in this country when it comes to men and women. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that one, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to episode 14. Share it. Share it with your mom, your sisters, your wife, your girlfriends, whatever. Um, I mean, share it with your 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 husbands, your boyfriend, like all that stuff too. But really, with the women in your life, uh, because it is an important one. It is an important thing. Hashtag International Women's Day. Uh, and I'm going to take a moment right now. Uh, first of all, to my wife and my daughter, you are the two most important women in my life, and you know that. And I thank you for being there every day for me. Uh, but from a Go Tell It to the Wall podcast standpoint. I want to wish a very happy International Women's Day to our on-air producer, Bridget Hassong, who really, honest to God, keeps me in line. You don't, you, you got, when you listen to the podcast, you don't understand, like, you, you don't really get the full breadth of what she does for this podcast. Uh, but on International Women's Day, I want to wish a very happy International Women's Day to you, Bridget, and thank you for everything you do for the podcast and keeping me in line. Uh, and, and being honest with me when things are terrible and when things are great and all that. Uh, incredible, incredible human being, um, really. And there's so many more women in my life. I mean, my mother was an incredible uh, and still is an incredible motivating factor for me. But really, I just want to, because it's Go Tell Us the Wall, and uh, I want to call out our on-air producer on International Women's Day. So thank you, Bridget. Um, all right, this one's hilarious. And it's funny, I, I left this one in social. Left this one in social. Uh, <laughs> So if you're a lawyer in Utah, in the state of Utah, if you're a lawyer in the state of Utah, you're already aware of this one. You're already 100% aware. Uh, so apparently the Utah State Bar Association sent an email to every lawyer in the state, in the state of Utah, that included a topless photo, a, top, a, a photo of a woman topless attached to the email, went out to every single lawyer in Utah. And ex... I don't want to say extra funny because I don't I'm I, I'm not trying to make fun of like, you know, kind of. But how many of those lawyers were Mormon? And like it's extra. It's like double whammy. Like I get a weird topless photo and I'll be like, all right, you know, but like I just I can't imagine you're very conservatively Mormon and you just like you never look at anything like that. And it's like, oh, well, the state bar association. Oh, my God. I just I. Like of all the states for that to happen, nothing, nothing against Utah. It's just knowing that there's such a large population of, of Mormons, very devout religious people that don't look at those kind of things. Kind of hilarious, kind of hilarious. Um, and I apologize to anyone that got that and you were super offended, uh, but we're going to laugh at it because you know what happened is whoever was sending out this, it, it was like actually a newsletter. And you know what happened is the person that was doing this, like whoever worked for the Bar Association, probably pulled the wrong photo off their computer or their phone or wherever they're, probably their computer because they're sending out a newsletter. Uh, so the moral of the story here is not only to not send out topless photos to the every lawyer within your state, uh, but maybe, you know, keep, keep your topless images and stuff off of your work computer or your work phone or anything like that so that you can't actually accidentally attach that stuff to an email that's going out to every lawyer in the state. 
you know, just just yeah, a little tip, you know, tip. That's that's kind of the way to go. Uh, personally, I don't keep topless photos on any of my devices. Like I just I don't. I, like I don't. I yeah. I don't need to. Yeah. Um. All right. I do have one more hashtag, and this would be. Uh, I left this one on because I wanted to kind of bring it back with the hashtags. And this would be hashtag creepy classic rock. This one, check out. Search it. I don't think you're going to get any creepy NRA posts on there. Uh, but check out hashtag creepy classic rock. I'm going to give you a couple of my favorites. And this is people took classic rock songs and they turned them like creepy. Uh, and <laughs> one of these I really like is Lucy in the Sky with Demons. Hashtag creepy classic rock. Um, this one's kind of like... A little too easy stairway to hell. Like, okay, dude. Yeah, all right. Hashtag creepy classic rock. The one I really do like is don't fear the peeper. <laughs> like peeping Tom. You should fear peeping Tom. But don't fear the peeper. Creepy. Hashtag creepy classic rock. So check that out uh, for your, your humor and your enjoyment. And, you know, when you're sitting on the toilet or whatever, wherever you consume your social media. I know a lot of people consume it on the toilet. Personally, this this is why I never touch anyone else's phone. I don't. I'm like people are like, look, look, <laughs> good, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Can I dump some? Okay, a little hand. All right, well maybe I'll touch it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't touch a lot of phones. I don't. I touch my own. Touch my own phone, but I also I try not to use it in the bathroom. I just like you know, like what's what's going like think about it. what's going on in the like come on. I don't need my phone out in the bathroom. Put that thing on my face. Goes on your face. Got out in the bathroom. People like I've heard of people setting them on the ground, like set they set their phone on the ground in the bathroom. It's like, you know how many people peed on that floor? Come on, man. Come on, man. Tangent. I was I was getting us back on the rails, and now it's going this way. Tangent, but we're bringing it back. And I do have some good news for. I don't want to say for everybody because I know I have some listeners that are not going to like this. Uh, the majority of those listeners were weeded out. When we started calling out the Orange Menace on his ridiculousness and involving common sense when it comes to American politics. Uh, but some good news for the majority of you out there, uh, really, it, this should be good news for everyone. Just because whether you agree with policies or not, I find, I find the guy uh, interesting and, and well-spoken. Uh, but apparently, President Barack Obama, this, this just dropped today. This is really hot, hot news, hot news right off the presses. Barack Obama is in advanced negotiations with Netflix to produce a series of high-profile shows that will give him a platform uh, to talk with people around the world now that he's no longer president. Uh, now, I will bring up, and this is advanced talks. This is going to, it's going to happen. Looks like it's going to happen. It's going to involve uh, Barack and Michelle Obama, so former president and former first lady, both of them. I will tell you one thing uh, that Obama came out and said Right off the top, he is not going to directly respond to the orange menace or all of these conservative gun-toting assholes that are running around right now. However, we all know even if he's not responding to them directly, he, he's going to help from an intelligent standpoint uh, to, to, to bring common sense to those kind of arguments, right? Maybe we, gotta, we need to send him a hashtag common sense sticker. Hashtag common sense. Get one of those into Obama's hands. So I'm looking forward to that on Netflix. Netflix, man. Netflix. They are just, just like just destroying things, like in a good way. They're, they're, contracts, original content, all this stuff. Oh man, man. All right, moving along. Um, here's one that's interesting. Uh, and interestingly enough, Chris, if you're on there, maybe you can throw some comments on there, and, and, and maybe you're more familiar with this. Uh, Chris is our stats and information guy, but he's also very close to 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 the television world. Uh, but apparently, Disney has announced that John Favreau will helm the live-action Star Wars TV series that will be on the Disney streaming platform. So John Favreau, if you're not familiar with John Favreau, uh, he directed Iron Man. He's directed quite a few Disney movies. Uh, he he kind of got his start with uh, with a little movie called Swingers. If you haven't seen that one, definitely go back and check it out. Uh, watch a, a seriously coked-out Vince Vaughn act <laughs> you know like uh, you know act i act and putting that in finger quotes he doesn't do it like i'm pretty sure he's just playing himself on a bunch of cocaine in the for the entire movie of swingers uh but john favreau that, that's kind of where he he broke into the industry and he's had a lot of success doing many many things uh now mainly with directing but he's going to executive produce the series that's going to go on their the disney uh streaming site which is like the disney netflix that we've been talking about 
The one thing I'm a little confused on here on, uh, and I'll probably get some more inf some information from Chris, and we'll circle back on this one. Is I brought this up recently on an on an episode of Go Tell Us the Wall podcast, where they had uh, th there was an announcement that came out that Disney had tapped the showrunners from Game of Thrones uh, to to helm a series. So I don't know, I I can't. And I, I did minimal research today. When I have more time, we'll kind of look. Maybe, we'll, like I said, we'll circle back with it. Uh, so I don't know if this is the same series and Favreau is going to executive produce while the, the Thrones guys are show running. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Favreau is also a writer. He's done quite a few things. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of circle back with that and, and see where we get. See where we get. Okay. This is the one. This is the one that I've been... I've been dreading since Sunday. And I got some blowback for this. So if you recall a few weeks ago when the uh, Oscar nominees were announced, when the Oscar nominees were announced, I brought up some hypocrisy with the Academy and in Hollywood. And that was because Kobe Bryant was nominated for an Academy Award. Now you say, why? Well, what's the big deal? Well, because what happened in Hollywood in this past year, which is fantastic, is people are getting run out of the industry for sexual harassment claims, as they should. We've talked about this. Kevin Smith, he has committed to donate all his royalties from all of his Miramax films, like royalties moving forward from all his Miramax films to female filmmaking organizations. Like We're getting there, you know? James Franco, he won a Golden Globe. The next day, some allegations of sexual harassment came down, and he disappeared. He disappeared. That's fantastic, as he should, as they all should. We need to get these creeps out of here. Well, the problem is they ran these guys out of town for sexual harassment, and then they gave an Academy Award to a rapist. They gave an Academy Award to a rapist. You say, what do you mean, a rapist? I'm not going to get into details. I'm not going to get into details here. But in 2003, Kobe Bryant was accused of rape. The criminal trial didn't move forward because his lawyer intimidated the hell out of the victim. He then settled in civil court paying the victim quite a bit of money. And if you still don't think that's enough, I encourage you to go read up on the details of that case. You say, well, no, it was consensual and all this stuff. Even consensual, the way he treated this woman is disgusting. It is beyond disgusting. And what happens? We gave him a fucking Academy Award. After you ran all these other guys out of Hollywood, you gave him a fucking Academy Award. Think about that, Wall fans. Think about that. And I got flack because I said, Hollywood, your Me Too movement is becoming a joke. Because it is. The Me Too movement overall? No. Hollywood's Me Too movement is becoming a joke. Let's go beyond that. Let's go beyond that. Oh, thank you, Chris. Let me just circle back on that. Uh, the That's what it is. The Game of Thrones guys are doing the film series for the streaming service. Favreau is doing the show. Thank you, Chris. Um, I, I was very confused on that. So let, let's go beyond that. Let's just let's go a little bit beyond that. You say, oh, it's so long and he was so squeaky clean and all this other stuff. Here's my problem with it. There are so many women out there in the world today that have experienced abuse and harassment and everything else. And they have been empowered as they should be. As they should be empowered. But think about that young lady who's just starting to feel empowered. And maybe she was young in 2003. Maybe she was 12 to 14 years old. When all this was happening with Kobe Bryant, that's one of the first times she ever experienced seeing a rapist on television, an accused rapist. And she's getting, getting empowered to speak up, to work through what she's been through. And then she, and with Hollywood, with the Oscars, time's up. Yes, time's up. And she's watching the Oscars and feeling empowered. And then Kobe Bryant walks up on stage to an accept one of those stupid golden statues. How is it for that young lady? How is it? Because we're not there. Time's not up for everyone. If you're a wealthy athlete, time maybe isn't up for you. Apparently, that's the difference. 
I don't care about the blowback I'm going to get. He's a rapist. And Hollywood is making a joke of the Me Too movement. You need to get rid of your times up. That one specifically to Hollywood. Me Too, Hollywood doesn't own it. But Hollywood can't touch, should not be touching it now. Because you're hypocrites and it's a double standard. That's what it is. It's a double standard. Accusations of sexual harassment. Gone. Disappear. You're gone. But a rapist? Oh, let's give him an Academy Award. And I'll tell you, because I live in Los Angeles, everyone was loving it. They're posting all these memes. Kobe Bryant, Academy Award. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with that stuff. Sick of it. Sick of the double standard. Ugh. All right, let's bring it back. You know what? We're going we're gonna to talk about empowering people now instead of, you know, being hypocrites and having a double standard. Let's get into some sports. Oh, some sports. I know. I almost put Kobe in the sports, but I was like, you know what? It's television. I'm done with the Academy Awards. I am done with the Academy Awards. Uh, I, I simply won't watch them anymore. I wasn't even going to watch them this past Sunday. I was at a friend's house for, uh, for dinner, and I kind of half watched. And it was funny because I was outside with, with my friend, uh, and I came walking back. It's my, my married married couple friend of friends of ours, and uh, uh, come walking back inside, and my, my wife knew. She was like, oh, God, if he wins, if he wins. And I happened to walk in right when he was, and my wife turned, she goes, don't come in here. Don't come in here right now. Don't come in here. And I was like, he won, didn't he? And she's like, yep. Disgusting. 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 But let's move on to building people up in sports. Uh, now, I put this in sports because it's a, it's a professional athlete, and this is where this came up, and this is where this came to light. Uh, there is a, a basketball player. He plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers named Kevin Love. Uh, actually, I don't he might be from Los. I'm not sure where he's from originally, uh, but he did play at UCLA, so he's he's has some familiarity with Los Angeles. If he's from here originally, I, I'm I'm not sure, um, but he currently plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, and and one of one of the better basketball. You know, I'm not a big basketball fan. I just never have been a huge basketball. You know, I watch play on like ah, yeah, I watch you know, but you know, he's he's definitely up there. You know, all star caliber player. What happened this year, and I remember when this was happening a few months ago, uh, Kevin Love actually missed a couple games. And reports were coming out like, why is Kevin Love missing games? And then his teammates were speaking out like, what's his problem? Is he hurt? And all this other stuff. Well, now we go to find out he was literally suffering from panic attacks. He had a panic attack in the middle of a professional basketball game and had to leave the court. He then missed another game because he was having panic attacks from his anxiety. Now, I bring this up because Kevin Love is now speaking out about it. He had a lot of family stress, you know, the professional stress. Yes, you're playing basketball. It's still stressful. You got a lot going on. The travel is grueling for any professional athlete. It's grueling. Maybe maybe not a football player, you know, and not to say the sport, the sport of football isn't grueling for them. The travel probably isn't as grueling because they, they travel, you know, eight times a year compared to, I mean, Jesus Christ, baseball players travel like 80 times a year, you know, probably it's not quite that much, but, you know, they travel a lot. And basketball players are traveling like 40 times a year, around 40 times a year. That's a lot of travel. And it's grueling. And what happened was, and this is what I love about it, when he came out and, and spoke out about it, that's when the support came out for him. In fact, LeBron James was one of the people that, that came out and supported him and his struggles, and what he's going through. And that's why it's important to always talk about this. And now, he was getting blowback because nobody understood. And here's the thing. I, I touched on this a little bit. Uh, I touched on this a little bit at the top of the show. And the thing with mental illness and panic attacks and, and all this other, it is as debilitating as an injury. It is. Bottom line. If you've ever experienced one, you know it is debilitating. Just like an injury. But the problem is with professional athletes, and it was funny, uh, Jalen Rose, who's a retired basketball player, uh, I happened to be watching a program he was on the other day, and he brought up just a fantastic point. When you're teammates with someone and they're missing games, it's one thing when you walk into the locker room and they're on the training table and they've got this gigantic swollen ankle or knee that's like out of whack or something, you're going, damn. But we don't see that. You don't, you don't see a panic attack. You can sometimes to an extent. You know, if you if you know or live with someone that suffers from mental illness, a lot of times you can kind of see that, you know, my, my wife, she can look at me and she can kind of see when, when things are getting bad. But for the most part, you, you can't see that. 
And on top of that, people with mental illness really try to hide it. I spent the majority of my life trying to hide it. And I still do try to hide it for the most part. Uh, but we have to speak out about it. And I love seeing this support. And the more professional athletes that can come out and be open about this, the more to the forefront this comes. And the more, the more work we can do to end that stigma and to help people that suffer from mental illness. I always go back to it. We got to help that 19-year-old that is terrified to talk about it, doesn't know what's going on in their life. That's the person we need to help. And Kevin Love is doing his part to help that person. Now, granted, he's suffering from it, but speaking out about it is helping to end that stigma. Uh, so good on you, Kevin Love, uh, and, and, and best of luck. To an extent, I know what you're going through. Um, and Kevin Love was born in L.A., but he grew up in Oregon and then probably came back to go to – he did go to UCLA. So he's got a little L.A. connection. Um, but but we're, we're looking out for you, Kevin, uh, really, and anyone out there who, who is suffering from mental illness, depression, anxiety, all of any of those things. Uh, there's help out there. There's help out there, you know. And, and if you're listening to this and you're suffering from one of those things and you don't know where to get help, shoot me an email. Go to SeanRourkeLive.com and you can literally send an email directly to me. And I, nobody else has to know. And I will give you those resources. Or if you just need someone to talk to, email me. Because that is the most important thing that if, if, if I do nothing else, nothing else in my life or with this podcast, if that is the one thing, it's worth it. Absolutely worth it. All right, let's move along. Let's get in some tech. Oh, tech. Oh, I got to get a sip of this. Einstock Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale. Mm. It is very refreshing. Very refreshing. I like it. Mm. I'm enjoying it. All right, tech. Tech. Google Reply. Google Reply is a new thing that Google's working on. It hasn't quite rolled out yet. Uh, maybe it's starting to now. I've been sitting on this one for about two weeks. Didn't have time in episode 47, whatever. Maybe even 46. I don't know. Uh, but this is a thing I found kind of cool. Uh, and it's not a new app or anything. It's basically integration with current Google apps. So like, uh, uh, oh my gosh, the Google, I mean, you have Google Messages, but the Hangouts, Google Hangouts and all that stuff, it'll integrate with that. And we don't have all of the information just yet, uh, but there is some cool stuff that we know is most likely coming along with it. And it's basically buttons uh, for when you reply. Now, if you notice, like on, uh, I, th I think Facebook Messenger does it, and certain other ones, they, they have like suggested things. And even on Gmail, I notice on my email, there's like little buttons like, okay, got it, or like, thank you, and, and stuff like that. And Google Reply, uh, supposedly, and what we're hearing, when it comes out, it's going to be similar to this. So let's say you get a text message, and you know, you're using Google Messages for your text, which you should be. Uh, don't use like proprietary, don't use Samsung or... Um, I don't know how with the iPhones and stuff, but don't use the Samsung app or like the Verizon text. That, oh, God, it's terrible. Use 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 one of the better ones, you know. Um, but you're going to see it popping up in there. And the thing I like about this is it's going to be buttons, and it's not just like short phrases to send. We've already seen that integrated to a lot of stuff. But what they are putting in is stuff like maps. So let's say like your wife or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever is like, hey, when are you going to be home? It'll give like a map thing. It'll, it'll pop up a map thing and you can just send them the map thing and it'll say like, you know, Sean is 20 minutes away. Pretty cool. So we'll see. Uh, we'll have more information on that as, as things roll out. It's still in the works at Google. We're just, we're getting bits and pieces of information as it comes out. You know how that is. It's always, stuff leaks out. Oh, just like that uh, Samsung, the Galaxy S9. Ooh, we're going to talk about that one. Pro not today. So I could probably spend 10 minutes on how badly I need to have the uh, the new Galaxy S9. Oh, God. Like, they always say iPhone killer. I think this S9, like, might... Not that the iPhone's going to go away, but this one's truly like, oh, boy. Like, I'm, a, I'm an Android guy, but I see the appeal of the iPhones, and, you know... But this one's finally like, oh, okay. So, we'll talk about that at some point here. Uh, Google email address. This is just one thing I found interesting... Like, you know, not really that great, but interesting. Apparently, Google came out a little while ago and informed everyone that periods in your email address mean nothing. They mean nothing. Now, not the .com <laughs> part. That means something. Uh, but let's say let's say your email address was sean.orourke at gmail.com. That's not my email address. I Like, literally, that's, that's I think it's the, the famous Sean O'Rourke in Ireland that probably has it. 
Yes, I am probably the least famous Sean O'Rourke, even though I like to say I'm the one and only. Uh, but the period's meaningless. Meaningless. So let's say your email address is sean.orourke at gmail.com. Your email address is also seanorourke at gmail.com. Or your email address is sean.o.rourke at gmail.com. Periods mean nothing to Gmail addresses. I just found that interesting. I just was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, whatever. Only Gmail. Like, I don't know about Yahoo and, like, do people still, is Hotmail still a thing? I don't know. Hotmail might still be a thing. <laughs> like one dude. Like one dude maintaining Hotmail in, in, like, a garage somewhere, and he's got, like, three people that have a Hotmail address. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be the first time, that, you know, something like that was... I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But your periods mean nothing. The periods in your email address mean nothing. The periods in your, your emails, yet yeah, still important. <laughs> still important. Make sure you're using those correctly. Just email addresses, not so much. On the Gmail. Um, all right, more tech. This one I found cool, and I think it's still in the works. <clears throat> you can buy them, but I would give this one a little more time. But I found a cool little product uh, that popped up recently. It's called... Uh, Oh my God, wall fans. Uh, Bridget has a Hotmail address. I'm calling her out on this right now. Are, are, you, it, like, are you one of the three? You're still, Bridget, you are still cool. <laughs> like, it's okay. Uh, but <laughs> Bridget, his song, has a Hotmail address. <laughs> I probably should go over these things with my honor producer. Like, hey, I'm going to call people. Out. Oh, but I, <laughs> no, it's. It's okay. That's one of the things, too. I still have a Yahoo email address. I rarely use it, but it's like I've had it for so long. And it's like you just can't get rid of those things. Like, So I get it, uh, but we joke about you know the Hotmail email addresses. Um, anyway, Cabo. Cabo is this new thing, new product I found uh, that came out. And it's basically a universal remote, but it's like a universal remote on steroids. Universal remote on steroids. And this isn't just like your typical, like I have a universal remote in my house, you know, it controls my television and I think a couple other things that might control my sound. I'm, I can't even remember what it controls. I've still got like four controllers in the house. Like I got the Apple TV remote and it's it's crazy. Uh, but what Cavo is doing is they have a complete universal remote setup and it actually has a console that goes with your television in addition to the remote. What I found cool about this, the Cavo remote, and we'll see how well it actually works in application, is it ties in all of your services. All of your services tied into one. So basically, you can go on there, uh, and literally, they have voice activation on the Cavo remote. You can say, you know, pull up, play, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to pull it up, whether it was Netflix, Hulu, HBO Go, or any of those. So you don't have to go to each individual app. And you're like, yeah, the first world problem, Sean. Yeah, but here's the thing, especially when you got kids at home and they're screaming like, I want to watch Frozen. Do you really want to be searching through like Netflix? Like, oh, it's not on Netflix. Oh, it's not on Hulu. Is it on HBO? Oh, maybe not there either. No, 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 no. This is where this is nice. And this actually just happened to me the other day. The other day, uh, I was trying to find this. Like, I just needed something to watch. I, You know, I often... Like, when my daughter's napping, I'll sit and eat lunch, and I like to put on a television show. It's just like, I, you know, it's like whether it's just junk television or whatever. Uh, and I had heard about that Marvel Runaways show. And I knew it was on one of the streaming services, like Hulu, Netflix, or whatever. So I go to Netflix first because they have a lot of the Marvel shows. And I'm searching Runaways, like, nothing, nothing. Can't find it. So I go over to Hulu, and I'm like, well, maybe it's Hulu. And I'm searching Runaways, Runaways. Took me a while. Nothing. Do a little more search and go to find out that because they put Marvel's Runaways, it was actually under Marvel's Runaways. So this Cavo would have come in very much in handy. I minimal time while I'm eating lunch. I just like, like you know, sitting there, like, like sitting with a sandwich in front of me and trying to find a stupid show to watch. That's where that comes in handy because I could have just asked Cavo, play Runaways. And it would have it would have found it no matter where it was. So this is interesting. Uh, we'll see if it comes out. The price point is very high on it right now. It's sitting at three hundred and ninety nine dollars. Uh, so I don't know that it's that important. Uh, but with this kind of technology and and moving forward with that, we'll see what other kind of stuff comes out. I'm sure they'll have lower end uh, devices, whatever else, or as as they move along and they're able to make you know uh, changes and everything else, then that price point will probably go down. Uh, but I find it interesting, and it could could come in handy. Could come in handy. Man, it took me a few, like even the other day, my daughter is, uh, is almost 16 months old, not, not allowed to really watch TV yet, but occasionally 
would watch TV when she's got to get distracted. Uh, and my wife was cutting her nails the other day, and she's still very squirmy. And so once I'll turn on the television for like two minutes while she gets her nails cut. And it took me like four minutes to find Sesame Street. And again, that's where the combo, like, pull up Sesame Street. Um, all right, moving along. This one is in tech just because I, I find it cool and interesting. Um, and personally, I was a big, big Lego fan as a kid. I loved Legos. That was probably my number, like, hard to say my number one toy, but definitely top three toys was, was my Legos. Like, I just had tons and tons and tons of Legos. Uh, and Legos are still very popular to this day. To this day, I can't wait until I can buy buy my daughter Legos. She's still too young for Legos, but I, like I can't wait until I can build Legos with my like it's just it's one of those things, you know. Lego came out and announced uh, just this week actually that they have some new Lego bricks that are coming out. They call them bricks, and these aren't actually bricks, uh, but some new Lego pieces that are coming out that are actually made from plants. They're actually made from plants, and so appropriately, the first pieces that they put out made out of plants are the plant pieces. If you're familiar with Legos, they have like little trees. And when I was a kid, they just had like little trees. Now I've seen pictures and there's like leaves and like all this, you know, it's like, whoa, they just had little trees when I was a kid, man. <laughs> like I'm seeing like palm trees and stuff like, all right, if you got all that stuff. Um, but the reason this is a big, big, big advancement for them is all the Legos are made out of plastic and plastic isn't really sustainable. And in fact, I don't even know how biodegradable it is. So here, they have something that's biodegradable and sustainable because they're making it out of plants. It's actually made out of sugarcane plastic. Uh, so it's made from sugarcane. Uh, and it does tend to be a little softer, which I had read about, a little softer than your average like Lego bricks, you know, just the rectangles and squares and stuff that you see. Uh, so hopefully, they'll, they'll kind of continue on that path and they'll, they'll be able to get it to that, that same quality as the other, the other bricks. Uh, but definitely an advancement because they're lowering their carbon footprint, more sustainable, um, and I think it's 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 really a good thing all around, and especially uh, for Lego and Lego like Lego fanatics like myself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a fanatic these days. Um, I mean, I literally have friends that are in their 30s that like on the weekends are still constant, which is cool, uh, still constantly building Lego stuff. I actually have a VW bus that my wife bought me uh, for Christmas uh, <laughs> a couple years ago. Still haven't gotten around to building it. So, but that's what happens when you have a kid kid that can't play with Legos yet. So I'm right, moving along. Uh, so if anyone out there, please, please let me know on this one. Anyone out there that has an Alexa, if this has happened to you, apparently there's a little bit of little bug in the Amazon Alexa. And this bug is cause, causing the Alexa to laugh at random times and not just laugh like, ha 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 ha. No, super creepy, like horror movie laugh, like creepy clown laugh randomly. Be walking down the hall of your house and you hear, nope, 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 nope. People are complaining about this happening. Nope. And I'll tell you, if that happened in my house and we had an Amazon Alexa and that thing laughed creepily while I was walking by or just randomly without even like prompting it, straight out the window. I pick it up straight and boom, done. They get out of the house. Out of the house. Gone. Uh, so if you have one of those, please let me know if your Alexa has been laughing creepily. As you're, you know, hanging out in your house. It's extra creepy. Like, if you're, I just can't imagine if you're, like, single, you live alone, you know, and you have an Alexa and the thing just starts laughing and you're, like, in bed. Like, just imagine you're in bed and, like, the Alexa's in the living room and you just hear this creepy laugh. Oh, God. I'd be done. I'd be done. Like, I'd be like, yep, this is how I die. <laughs> like, creepy cloud coming to get me. Oh, Amazon. Fix that bug hopefully soon. Um... One more thing on tech that I think is cool, new phone coming out for kids. And you say, well, phone for kids? No, no. <laughs> Kill the fire like that. Kill the fire. <laughs> That's what, just set the elect on fire. Like, boom. <laughs> uh, I don't have a working fireplace. And you just throw it straight and boom. Um, so phone for kids. You say, but Sean, you always say kids shouldn't have tech. Your daughter doesn't even watch television. Yes, they shouldn't have smartphones. This is why I bring this up. There's a company that actually, uh, they had come out with the with something called the Light Phone uh, a couple years ago. And they're coming, they are coming out with a new one. It's not quite out yet. They're talking about a price point of like $250. And that's going to be straight up. I'm sure you'll be able to get this like through some carriers. Because it's not a smartphone. It's not quite the old flip phone, the dumb phone as it's been referred to uh, so much these days. Uh, it, it looks like a smartphone. However, it only calls and texts. All you can do is call and text and you can go in there and just put your numbers in and your kid could literally 
only call and text you. That's where that comes in handy, uh, especially with the terrifying environment that, that kids live in these days going to schools and everything else, you know? So I, I could see this being useful for a child. Now, should give this to a two-year-old? No, no, no. But maybe a 10 to 12-year-old going to school every day, you know? Yeah, I could see the, I could see the use there. Uh, so check them out. It's going to be the Light Phone 2. should be coming out soon. We'll see. It's still in development. Looking at about a $250 price point. We'll see what happens when it actually does come out. Oh, common sense. Common sense. Oh, oh. Oh, so much common sense this week. In fact, I think I'm going to have to save some of this common sense for next week. But I do have a couple things. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Fire Festival. Ja Rule. Uh. I like every time I think it's done. Every time I think it's done. Comes back around. Back around. Fire Festival. F Y R E Festival. If you're not familiar with this, you should be. I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast. Fire Festival, the gift that keeps on giving. Well, we got some more news this week. Uh, the, the head of the Fire Fest Festival, uh, Billy McFarland, was actually in court this week and actually uh, was found guilty of a bunch of charges, and he's facing up to 40 years in prison, 40 years in prison for defrauding and all this other stuff. Uh, but an interesting little tidbit that came out was where some of this money was going. Apparently, instead of spending the money on basic infrastructure, like you would want to do for a festival, you know, so many festivals around, like... Get some tips, dude. Billy. Come on, Billy. Get some tips. Instead of spending money on basic infrastructure, he spent money on luxuries. You know, like monogram towels. In fact, $18,000 worth of towels. $260,000 worth of carpeting. Carpeting. $260,000 worth of carpeting to go in tents. Now, if you're a common sensor out there and you're a burner... Where do we get carpets for our tents, burners? At the carpet store, but we go get the carpet scraps. Like $10. Carpet your tent like $10. It's the shit they're throwing away. $260,000 on. What's even crazier is Billy spent $260,000 on carpet, carpeting, uh, but only spent $160,000 on a yacht. A yacht rental for Blink-182. And if you remember correctly, Blink-182 pulled out at the last minute because they knew it was going to be a complete fiasco. So this yacht that was rented for Blink-182 didn't even get used by Blink-182, and it cost Billy $160,000. Jesus Christ. $160,000. Man. Man. Continuing with the theme of stupid idiots. Yeah. Stupid idiots. There's a 20-year-old in Oregon. In Oregon. Oregon, I love you so much, but between your gas pumping and this kid, I don't know. I don't know. But there's a 20-year-old in Oregon. He has actually filed a lawsuit against Dick's Sporting Goods. If you're familiar with Dick's Sporting Goods, a week or so ago, a week or two ago, they announced they were no longer going to sell guns to people under 21. They raised, despite the, the legal age being 18 to purchase rifles and shotguns, they made their store policy that you need to be 21 to purchase guns, rifles, shotguns. I mean, you have to be 21 to purchase a handgun, and, and the, I believe that's a federal law anyway. But it, So it's really, we're talking rifles and, and shotguns. He is suing Dick's Sporting Goods because he was not able to purchase a gun 20 year old so he's bringing up a lawsuit i think we need to connect this kid with billy they could just have so much fun being idiots together oh can you imagine but also in all seriousness wall fans like can you imagine this kid is bringing up a lawsuit because he can't buy a fucking gun i, I can't buy a gun i'm gonna i'm gonna sue you guys go home kid go home just go home, you know, maybe spend your money on college, education, you know, something more useful. And here's the thing that I've said. You say, well, these 20-year-olds can't hunt and stuff. You know, 19, 20-year-olds, they can't go hunting. No, because if they want to go hunting, they've most likely grown up in a family of hunters. And they most likely have somebody that can loan them a gun and take them out hunting. They don't need to purchase a gun and keep it under their bed like there's some kind of Mad Max badass. No reason. No reason, kid. No reason. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not tired. <laughs> his name's Tyler. Of course his name's Tyler. B. 
Billy and Tyler. Just, you know, let's just go put them on an island with a bunch of carpeting and tents and a bunch of rifles. Have at it. Have at it, guys. Billy and Tyler. Ugh. 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 Maybe Ja Rule, too. He can run around going, uh, Ja Rule. Yep. Oh, boy. This one made me laugh, but I really, like, not like laugh, ha-ha. Just like, really? It's that ridiculous? Uh, there's a 14-year-old boy that was arrested this week. And I believe he was arrested in Southern California. It had to be because they didn't give the exact town that he was uh, arrested in. But it's Southern California. So this kid somehow got his hands, 14 years old, 14, can't even drive, got his hands on a full, full-on San Bernardino uh, County Sheriff's Department uniform. San Bernardino, it's it's just east of Los Angeles, not just east, it's a little east of Los Angeles. We had that that really horrible uh, mass shooting there a couple years ago. So even if you're outside of California, you're probably somewhat familiar with San Bernardino. Extra bad this kid's just running around doing this. Uh, and he was running. He was running around in an unmarked SUV that had flashing red and blue lights. Uh, again, not even old enough to drive. And he was going out to like false calls, either real calls that he was hearing probably over his his police scanner, or just going out to fault like fake calls. In fact, he showed up at one house, knocked on the door, and said that they had calls of a domestic disturbance. And when a bit of a crowd started to gather around, he ran off. Uh, he even pulled up to a police station. <laughs> like I don't think he went in, but he even pulled up to a police station. Uh, well, he has been arrested. Surprise, surprise. Can't impersonate police officers. No, no, no. Can't do that. He's been arrested. Uh, my question here is, uh, where are the kid's parents? And not only where are the kid's parents, but this is this is the type of thing like that we need to be looking out for. This kid actually was on probation. The kid, the 14-year-old kid, was on probation, somehow got a hold of a full San Bernardino County San Bernardino County Sheriff's uniform, and apparently driving around his great grandfather's SUV. So his great grandfather's around somewhere, and I, I'm not sitting here trying to say I blame the parents, but let's help these kids out. Kid was on probation, and you just run around a freaking SUV. Come on, let's do better. Let's all do better. Everybody, let's all do better. Oh, I'm going to tease this real quick. I'm not even going to save this one. Apparently, Coca-Cola is going to launch its first alcoholic drink. Alcoholic drink coming out from Coca-Cola. For those of you that are in the U.S., don't get too excited. They're launching it in Japan first. If it ever does come here, it's probably going to be quite a while. Uh, something we're going to talk about on the next podcast is, I, I tried to not be super political today, uh, is is the, the tariffs on aluminum that were officially signed today and that impact on the brewing industry. So we're going to save that for next week, because that's what we like to call a little tease. And I also want to talk a little bit next week about something called Floyd's of Leadville. Floyd's of Leadville, something headlined by the great cyclist Floyd Landis. Great, somewhat disgraced <laughs> cyclist Floyd Landis. Oh, all right, wall fans. On that note, we're going to call it an episode. Now, again, I cannot stress enough, and I feel like we were not moving away from it, but I just hadn't been mentioning it as much, mental illness, mental health, mental health awareness, and removing that stigma. I cannot, cannot say it enough. Help those around you. They may not even want to talk about it, but just talk, and don't say, hey, you, you got a problem? You got, you got a little mental, you got, is your mental illness flaring up? No, 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 no. Just talk. Just be aware. Because just being kind and compassionate, there's a good chance you have helped someone. There are many people that were unaware that I suffered from mental illness. And just by being kind and compassionate people, they were able to help me through certain instances in my life. So do that. Be kind to each other. Be compassionate to each other. And if you know anyone out there that's looking for help, help them get help. Direct them to NAMI. And if, 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 Again, if you're out there suffering and you, you don't want to talk to anyone, you don't want to talk to your parents or your brothers or your sisters or your relatives or your friends, SeanOrourkeLive.com. Give me a fake name. Fake name. You're not sure where to get those resources? Just a fake name, whatever it is. You're going to get directly to me. 
and just put it in the subject line. Because I'll know i got to get to those right away. That email's coming directly to me. And so if one, of, you know, one of my producers might see it, but most likely it's coming directly to me. I click. I have a lot of producers. i got two. One of them's an on-air producer, and the other one handles all of the other junk. Well, not handles, but keeps the other junk in line. So, But please, 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 don't hesitate to reach out and lift each other up because we can all do better. We can all do better for each other, for ourselves, for our families, for our friends. We can all do better. And wall fans, thank you for joining me for episode 48. Don't forget, check out facebook.com slash go tell to the wall, Twitter at tell the wall pod or at magic Muppet. Of course, Seanworklive.com, which I just mentioned and the YouTube channel search, go tell to the wall podcast, subscribe, share, comment, like do all of the things, do all the things that you do, you know, between your cat videos, watch some beer reviews. You know you want to. Uh, all right, Wall fans, I am as always the one and only Sean Work. This has been episode 48 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. We'll be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. Not same wall time. We're late this week. Same wall place, earlier wall time, normal wall time. And remember, Wall fans, common sensors, social media world, anyone out there hearing my voice. No matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter why you do it, and no matter who you're with, always, always, always use common sense.